You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. Get Real with Ralph. On AM 1050 WLIP. Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. This is a special episode being broadcast from the basement of our undisclosed studio in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We're here this week because Gurney Mills Mall has been evacuated due to demonstrations that they feel may lead to rioting. And we just got word that all of the city of Kenosha will be under curfew as of 8.30 p.m. We have with us, as always, the man with the plan, Jim Selovich, and we're going to bring him on. He is also hiding out in his basement in his tidy whiteies, and uh, he's going to tell us what's up. Don't worry, folks, he's wearing a shirt, so you don't have to see it all. Don't worry, that post-it you see behind us is empty right now, but we're going to fill it up with all kinds of ideas. And for the first time ever, we're going to have the opportunity for our audience members to join us as we're on a Zoom meeting. So if you want to join us via Zoom, make sure that uh, you let us know in the comments. And uh, Raynell is going to be monitoring the comments and uh, sending links to people. I'd like to say back after the break, but this isn't radio, so there's no break. You're stuck with us come hell or high water for as long as we feel like, or until you tune off. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Get Real with Ralph. This is the first episode that we've done where we were not on the air in over a year. Uh, we did go off the air a couple of weeks ago due to uh, some internet problems over at WLIP, but I got a call earlier today from the radio station, and as it as it happens, I was frustrated and angry at first. I thought maybe they were overreacting. Turns out it was not an overreaction. Uh, there are demonstrations that seem to be threatening violence just about everywhere in the country, including small towns like Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Waukegan, Illinois. I'd like to address that. The shooting of George Floyd is not just a tragedy, it was a crime. A man was killed by a sadistic monster with a badge. Maybe the guy just had a bad day and he snapped. Maybe he's been a bad apple all the way along. It depends on the reports that you hear. 
But the fact remained is that Officer Chauvin, which I believe is a pretty ironic name, Chauvin, it is the root of the word chauvinist or chauvinistic, uh, which means a false sense of superiority, normally applied to how men uh, approach and treat women. But in this case here, it's kind of fitting. This guy with a false sense of superiority, as everybody in the country knows, decided it was a good idea to kneel on a man's neck until he was unconscious. And that man subsequently died while dozens of cowards looked on with cameras shouting, but nobody really doing anything about it. There's a paramedic on site screaming, not in the news clips, but you can see her in other clips screaming for them to let up and to check his pulse. He was brought to the hospital where it was said that he passed away, but that fact is in dispute as well because many believe that he was already deceased when he was there on the curb. I don't know the inner workings of this police officer's mind, this, this Chauvin. I don't know whether he was a racist or just a sadistically evil piece of garbage. Doesn't really matter. The man was begging for help and he didn't get it. No matter what he did, whether it was passing a counterfeit bill uh, or forging a check or whatever it is that he was accused of doing, it was a nonviolent act. And I can only assume that he may have potentially been belligerent with law enforcement officers, which isn't that unusual. Officers are trained to handle belligerence. They're not trained to kill people. But here's the problem. Categorizing all police officers based on the action of a few bad apples is by definition what we're trying not to do in this country right now. Groupthink, when you're thinking like everybody in your group or attacking other groups, doesn't unite anybody. It divides every single one of us. I believe that the district attorney, or I believe it's called the county attorney, the Hennepin County attorney, has some responsibility to bear for not taking action more swiftly and possibly not taking a tougher action that he did in the original charges. But we don't know the inner workings of the criminal justice system. And perhaps he felt if he overcharged him, he wouldn't be able to secure conviction. I don't know. I'm not the person making the charging decision. But I do believe that the, the, the government of the city of Minneapolis had a very poor strategy for handling this problem when it happened. And they had a very poor strategy for handling the protests when they happened. And it deteriorated into chaos, which it has continued to do all the way across the country. Why this time? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Who benefits from this? That's a question you need to ask yourself. Because there always seems to be an ulterior motive. With this, it's already evident that there are outside groups that are getting communities whipped up into a frenzy. I don't believe that the communities on their own would have gone down the rabbit hole of committing so much violence. That doesn't mean nobody would have been violent. I, I believe that sometimes when you have mob mentality, that sort of thing just that sort of thing just happens. But this is a very strange set of circumstances. Indeed, not only is it an election year, and it seems like in election years tensions always seem to rise because there are people that prosper, there are people that get ahead as a result of dividing us. And I've been warning about us being divided, you, me everybody in the community, regardless of race, color, creed, religion. 
when those that are in power find ways to divide us amongst each other, it gives the powerful more power. So you need to start asking, why are we divided? We shouldn't be divided on this issue. If you ask anybody, whether they were Democrat, Republican, law enforcement officer, or somebody just living uh, a, a modest lifestyle in an apartment somewhere, they all pretty much agreed that what happened here was wrong. As a matter of fact, this is probably one of the incidents of police violence against an African-American where the country was the least divided. There have been other cases in the past where people have, can, people have defended uh, the police, in some cases wrongfully so, in some cases in the right. Every time somebody dies at the hands of law enforcement, it is not the fault of law enforcement. That's silly. And I think anybody who has an ounce of intelligence understands that sometimes that's going to happen. By definition, police officers deal with criminals. By definition, criminals color outside the lines. They operate outside the law, and some of them have absolutely no regard for human life. So these kind of clashes are going to happen. And unfortunately, from time to time, people are going to die from this. But in this case here, it was very clear that the police officer was wrong. It was very clear that Mr. Floyd had the support of an entire nation. So why now? Why this time? Why in the one case that I can think of in recent, very recent history, that the entire country was on the side of the victim, would there be more division amongst us than ever. The reason is the powerful are trying to divide us because when they divide us, we're weaker and they are stronger. The same reason they've divided us along the lines of whether we should be staying home or not and getting people who want to get out, having them be demonized by the people that are staying at home, having them be called selfish, having them have this false choice of do you care about lives or do you care about the economy when really the fact of the matter is most people care about both and some of the decisions being made during the lockdowns were actually harming both lives and the economy but nobody in politics gets ahead when we're all united so they keep finding ways to divide us and we the people keep falling for the bait and it's high time we stop and that is my opening statement uh, with me this week. And this might feel a little more awkward than normal, but again, we are doing this from a basement all on our own. So this is uh, this is fun. Is the man with the plan, Mr. Jim Selovich. Jim, I'm going to Hey, you. There you I, are. I got How are you doing, buddy? I got it. I, I'm doing all right. I am uh, safe in the home. Um, we're still 15 minutes uh, before curfew. And the uh, city of Kenosha has uh, issued a uh, curfew and to stay in your homes uh, to keep yourself safe. And that's what I'm, uh, I'm doing. Uh, I am not in my tidy whities uh, as you said before, um, but I am, uh, I'm in my home office right now, safe and sound. And uh, uh, my heart goes out to everyone in Kenosha. I'm wearing my, my uh, Kenosha hat. Uh, and uh, I just hope this thing passes uh, and hope uh, nobody gets hurt. And it, uh, I, I don't know, you were out there earlier so you were out there reporting, and, and you, you know more what's going on out there than I do. Uh, what did you see? You know, I was out there earlier, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with people the, uh, the, the Facebook Live post that I did at the time. So uh, bear with me while I get to this. 
-hmm. because yeah, it was, uh, yep. it was, it was uh, quite the scene out there right outside of our office right here on um, 39th mm -hmm. Avenue and highway 50 in Kenosha. So let's, uh, let's get right. To that. Right. We're, we're going to show the folks yeah, out there. To come to the office. They're not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're going to, we're, we're going to show the folks what that all looked like in uh, just a moment here. And by the way, if you are out there and you um, are listening and you'd like to weigh in on what's going on, uh, go in the comments and say you'd like to join the show. And when you do that, uh, our uh, in-studio producer here, Raynell, will send you a link to join the Zoom meeting, which uh, he's giving me the funny look like he has no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm going to make sure yeah. I send that to him as well. Yeah, we want to hear from the uh, citizens of Kenosha. Uh, if you've been out there, I know I had a few friends on Facebook posting things. Uh, I believe uh, uh, a lot of them were saying that they're going to Columbus Park is what I heard last. Uh, a lot of them are heading towards Columbus Park there on uh, it was at 22nd Avenue and 54th Street, right over in that area there. So um, being that we're in, you're in studio, I'm, I'm at home. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to us, once again, go to uh, Get Real with Ralph's uh, Facebook, make a comment that you'd like to uh, join up. Yep. And, and just tell us you'd like to join in the comments and we will uh, we'll private message you a link. We'd love to have you because this, yeah, this, yeah, this is your, your chance to speak out too. We'd like to hear what you have to say. I, at least I would like to. I'd like to hear, uh, you know, the temperature of the people in Kenosha and how they're feeling. Um, a lot of people are taking precautions, uh, just making sure that they're safe and, uh, Hopefully things don't get too far out of hand. Yeah, we uh, we're really praying for everybody's uh, everybody's safety here. All right, here is the uh, the lie from earlier. You want? Do you know any more what's going on? Do you want to tell us what's going on? Or? Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is insane. This is just outside of our office, right at Popeye's Chicken, where apparently a fight broke out. Um, and they were supposedly rushing the cops. Uh, here's, uh, these are the parents of an...
Jim, are you there? I can hear you now. Jim? Yes, I can hear you. Now you can hear me. Yes, I, I can. Okay, now I can't hear myself. That is so crazy. Okay, well. But as long as you can hear me, that's all that well, matters. Well, I don't know. Everyone else are listening, aren't they? They are. Can they, okay. can they okay. hear you? I can hear you a little faint, but I can hear you. Hello. I can hear you. Good. That's good. You can hear me fine. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. All Why right. Everyone else. Everyone Great. else watching and listening, just kind of bear with us. Uh, yeah, bear with together. Yeah, we, we we fumbled this around at the last minute, ladies and gentlemen, so that we could actually put on a show without being in the studio, and we yeah. we, we made it all work out. Uh, but uh, was the uh, the Facebook the Facebook sound was out there, correct? I couldn't hear it. You could not hear it. All right, so let's. Uh, right. They can hear us both. We got somebody monitoring us right now, and they can hear us both. Uh, just go, just going over uh, the. Kenosha County scanner on Facebook. Uh, how many groups are out there? How many groups are protesting? It seems like there's a lot of things going around. Well, um, if, if you're out there and you know how many groups are protesting or you, you have more information what's going on with these protests, mm -hmm. let us now, know. There's a group, right. There's a group uh, southbound on 33rd Avenue from 55th Street right now that I'm seeing. Uh, and that was posted just now on the Kenosha County scanner. Four minutes ago, there was a group uh, eastbound on 52nd Street and 33rd Avenue. Some are still going northbound on 33rd. Neighbors are starting to come outside. Uh, crowd now having words with neighbors that's outside. Crowd back and moving along. Appears residents, uh, oh, great. <sighs> Some residents are, are, are pointing guns at the groups. Uh, and let's, uh, let's not do that. Um, I see. Yeah, yeah. I, what what one one viewer here, Cindy Biddle, commented that Kenosha Sheriff's Department has called in the National Guard, and although I do not have confirmation on the fact mm -hmm. that the National Guard deployed today, I did talk to a a member of one of the local units, and he said that they were uh, prepared if need be. And then later on, when I went to follow up with him, he said he couldn't talk. So I have a feeling mm -hmm. that means that they may be uh, they well, may be getting busy. involved. <laughs> Yes. Well, uh, well, the first time I talked to him, he hadn't. He was still home. He had not had to mm -hmm. to, to respond. So I sure. imagine that means that he must have had to respond. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I could be I, I could be wrong. I don't know for sure uh, if that's the case. But I do know that they were prepared to respond, and uh, that he was he was prepared to comment on what was going on, and suddenly he couldn't. So uh, you know, there's a strong possibility of that. I'm going to post the um, Zoom meeting link in the comments here which is something I've never done, which means basically anybody can randomly jump on. So if you do jump on, <laughs> uh, please be polite in your language. Uh, if you're angry with what's going on with other people, please be kind or we'll, you know, we, we can't keep you on the meeting here because we want to make sure that we, we keep it clean and we're able to keep broadcasting. But I mm -hmm. did just put that comment, join Zoom meeting. So if you scroll through the comments, uh, you'll be able to see that. And I do believe we have some people joining us uh, Good. in the very Good. near future. So with that being said, and uh, we'll, we'll update you as as, uh, as we hear more, we will definitely update all of you. 
But, uh, you know, we had a show planned before that all happened. Oh, Susan. Mm -hmm. We're going to Susan. Yeah, and we're going to welcome her to the program. I, 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 just, I just got word. Uh, we just heard there's a thousand people downtown right now. And uh, just again, to reiterate, the Kenosha Police Department did issue an 8.30 p.m. curfew for, three the entire, for the entire city of Kenosha. So if you're not home, you've got three minutes to get, get your ass home. And uh, Susan, are you, um, let me see, I'm going to unmute you and see if uh, you can hear us and we can hear you. Susan, welcome up. Oh, she's still muted here. Let's see. And by the way, if you happen to be on scene and you know what's going on and you have Zoom, we would love for you to join in and, and, and give us footage as well. And we are still waiting to see if Susan is in fact going to be able to join the feed completely. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely this is the strangest year of my entire forty, almost forty-eight years of life. I can't mm -hmm. think of any more. I mean, how how crazy is it, Jim, that we had a rocket go into space for the first time ever with a private company and nobody's even noticed? Right, right. I mean, you know, with, with everything that's this should be the biggest news story of all time. It should be. Brent. And, and it's not absolutely covered absolutely. because of everything right. else that's going on. Uh, you, you know, a lot of people say that they're the lucky ones <laughs> Get, getting off Earth right now. Uh, everything that's going on with, uh, with, the, with the virus and, uh, of course, these uh, protests. Um, and, and, you know, and it's, uh, it's a scary time. And, uh, and, and uh, it, you know, it's, a lot of, it's funny they're Bob and Doug, their names, too, you know, from... Uh, uh, a lot of people are making uh, comedic comments about that from uh, SCTV, you know, Bob and Doug McKenzie type of thing, you know, which is kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, it's kind of crazy that 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 uh, you know the that is not uh, frontline news. Yeah, yeah, you you would think that it would be. We still have Susan with us. I'll see if we can unmute her. Oh, no, yeah, she has to. Yeah. She's she's coming from her iPhone, I see too. So that might be a little bit of a uh, of a thing. But uh, again, uh, on your Facebook, if people want to uh, join us in the conversation, you want to report some things, uh, let us know. Again, I just got a report from my uh, that thousand people are now in downtown Kenosha. So uh, if anybody's down that way. Uh, want to uh, let us know what's going on, uh, people on the street, um, please do, please do. Anything else that you saw out there, Ralph, while you were driving around? Yeah, going up, uh, going up um, it was right on 63rd and Sheridan. I, know, I started to see groups of people walking, carrying protest posters, looked like they were getting ready to meet up. Some people looked like they were ready to watch a parade. I saw people sitting out on their front porches with their chairs. Uh, getting out their beverages, and uh, you know the odd thing, Jim, is it was right along the Fourth of July parade route. So yeah. I'm driving and I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, this can't possibly be what's happening right now. That these people are getting ready to watch a protest, and hopefully it's only a protest, not a riot. But uh, that just seems so, so surreal. 
And then I got to about the uptown area, and in the uptown area, we were supposedly off, and I heard that people had already been stopped for throwing bottles at police cars. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I'll just be off this circuit, and I'll just keep going on, and I wouldn't be able to hear anything happening. And then, you know, I couldn't get the intersection that normally would be visible to sight for a protest, and I wasn't close to Planned Parenthood or anything. So, right. Okay, Ralph, uh, Ralph, Ralph, I'm going to interrupt you for a second, Ralph. Um, you, you're kind of faint with your uh, your end. You turn yourself up, buddy. Louder. Bring it up. Yeah, you're 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 faint. You are faint. I'm watching something on Facebook right now, uh, live in uh, uh, which area is this? In Lincoln Park area, quite a Hello. few cars. There going we go. Can you the... hear me now? There... Oh Jimmy? yes, yes I can, sir. Yes, you're back. Welcome back. You can uh, now. Now you're off. Now you're off. Push the right button, Ralph. Now I'm now I'm back on again. Yep, you sound good. Am I on now? Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm on now. Yes. Yes. I can hear you now. But now you're not than on. before. Okay. Well, you're oh, doing wait. something over there. All right. All right. The problem is I can't figure out how to get both of us on at the same time. So that is because I have the auxiliary return going in here. All right. I know what to do. Okay. How about now, Jim? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Okay. Now, can Jim talk to me? Yeah, I'm talking okay. to you. Now I can hear you okay. and you can hear me. I just can't hear you through yes. my headphones. And I was worried about feedback okay. from headphones back to the microphone. So if we get a feedback, okay. we'll right. with it. but in the meantime, I can hear you just fine. Right. I'm watching something live right on Facebook right now, and uh, a lot of cars going through the Lincoln Park area. Uh, looks pretty peaceful. Uh, it's just, uh, like you say, like a parade. Cars are just uh, just driving by. Well, hopefully it stays that's that way. Right. I mean, well, that's, I understand yeah, it, people wanting to be heard. I really, truly do understand absolutely. wanting people absolutely. To, to say, hey, this is not right, what, what, what happened here. And... You know, you get, you get, I think you get a lot further with a peaceful demonstration, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and it kind of stinks that we have to continue to do something like this in order to, to, to stop the madness. I mean, we've been doing this, it's like no change from, from, uh, from, from Ferguson all the way back to Rodney King going, I mean, going back to, you know, going back to the sixties, 
you know, are, are we evolving? Are we, what are we doing? What aren't we doing? I know. This is the question. I mean, you know, we got to change policies. We got to change the way we, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, those that want, want to chime in and uh, be a part of the conversation, uh, go to the, the uh, Get Real with Ralph on Facebook. Uh, go to our Zoom and uh, and join us. We'd like to hear from you, definitely. We, we absolutely would. And uh, we put the link. So if you're you're on our Facebook channel, in, in the actual description of this video is a link. You can just come on and join the Zoom meeting just by clicking the link. And we have the meeting code and ID and everything right there. So uh, it should be easy for you to figure out. And with that, I am trying to follow these developing events here and get them loaded up. I was just learning how to so do this. I see this. there's still cars. Yeah. There's still cars. And you still are. I was just learning yeah, just... how to do this on the radio and get it right. And then this week I got this little curveball here. But I figure we're not going to let some little riot keep us from, from broadcasting. I mean, come on now. A demonstration. So, uh, yeah, whoever's uh, sending this out now to us that I'm looking at now, is uh, I believe they're did they get into it? Are they in it? Yeah, I think they're following uh, what's going on here. So I'll, I'll keep looking at this. Uh, there are people walking on the sidewalks uh, in support, uh, and from what I can see, uh, things are things aren't bad uh, um, in this particular spot. Again, there's an 8:30 curfew in the city of Kenosha. Uh, so for those of you uh, who are out and about, uh, they have, uh, uh, for your protection, protection of others, uh, are urging you to be in their homes. Which is the best place to be right now, for sure. That's for darn sure. I mean, I would love to, I'd love to be out there covering it uh, just because, well, I'd rather it not be going on, but I, I, would, I would love to be out there covering it at least to yeah. keep people informed. But uh, even, even that isn't really practical right now when they start asking everybody stay home and, and imposing a curfew because that was the original right. plan is we we're going to keep Jim there in his, uh, in his tidy whitey studio right there. And I was again, again, it. enough with the tidy whiteys. I don't wear tidy whiteys. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, Jim is commando. Uh, his house. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not 13. I don't wear the tidy whiteys. <laughs> My point is you don't have to wear pants. You're sitting in your home. I am wearing. I am. It's, it's it's a beautiful thing. I'm wearing sweats. If, if you must, if you must know. I don't really know. It was better just making a. Um, it was better as a ruse, but now you spoiled it for us. Man. Right. There, there's a lot of different things. Looking back at the Kenosha County scanner, uh, originally uh, there was a report of shots fired at uh, 50th Street, 34th Avenue, but it's fireworks. It was fireworks. Okay, well that's good to know. So. It was fireworks. So, so it, it, again, these are people who call up and they report to what they hear. Maybe they report, oh, uh, you know, because everything is going on. They hear a big bang, 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 bang. Uh, it, it was fireworks. Well, some people believe that's how we all got here. The big bang, right? Big bang. That's right.
All right, I'd love to put out a phone number, but we don't have one. So if you want to join, you got to join uh, via Zoom. Oh, and it looks like I'm getting an image from somebody out there. So I'm going to go take a look at it and see if I can pull this up. And okay, share. sounds oh. good. Yeah, this image here is not an image I want to share back. We had somebody just randomly send me a picture of a weapon. No, thank you. All right. No weapons. No, no weapons. Weapons. And uh, it would be great if we could get some more people to come join us in this discussion. So please feel free to join the discussion by coming to the Facebook page and clicking the link. And rip and dupe. Is that Summer Shandy you're drinking there, Jim? No, it is um, a refreshing summer drink. It's not summer yet. It's not summer yet, huh? No, not yet. When's it going to be summer? Am, uh, uh, well, when's the summer equinox? June 21st? Something like that. So the video the uh, person was sending me uh, is no longer uh, showing the video. So. But those want to uh, send us something, and even a friend of mine who friends with me on Facebook wants yeah. to send me something. I can, uh, I can actually uh, send it out, or uh, just repeat uh, different types of things that are going on in the city of Kenosha right now, uh, just to keep people abreast of what's what's happening out there. Again, there is a uh, curfew in the city of Kenosha till eight thirty, uh, beginning at eight thirty. So uh, make sure that uh, everybody is safe and sound now you mentioned before as far as uh, when was you know last time we, we've had anything like this now me being older you know uh in the years i can remember uh, as as a very young child uh living in racine back in the late 60s uh that my uh my my mother uh, it was it was just it was still light out and she's like get in the house you know what you know we're playing out front usually you know as soon as the street lights come on you're in the house right of course. Uh, not back in 68. Um, so uh, things started happening. Uh, and well, she's watching riots on TV. And there was a lot of uh, civil unrest going on, obviously, around that time. And uh, that was my earliest memories of something like this happening. And it was had the same type of feeling. Obviously, it's, you know, 50 some years since. But uh, it, it has the same it has the same type of feeling to it. And here, here's here's the video that I was looking for before that I really wanted to address. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this for our okay. audience. And this is from back during the Rodney King era. But I think it's really relevant to what's going on today because we have the same thing happening. We have a, a, a movement that's trying to destroy society and uh, as opposed to repair society for what happened. And uh, this is a really good uh, – th this is a, a really solid um, example of uh, what that looked like then, and that was back in 1992, I believe. And uh, mm -hmm. here it is. It's Bobbin! You know, 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 Bobbin! You You could hear it through the, through the Facebook. Yeah. Uh, okay, got it. So you can hear it. Yeah. Not right. That's not right. It's not right what y'all doing. I came from the ghetto too, same as all of you did. 
need to listen to you. Young, young, you got to stop it. Cause you call it black power. You mad at the white man? Why destroy my business? Why destroy my trust? Why steal my computer? I'm trying to make it. Cause you understand that? Can y'all see it? I'm trying to make it. Just start listening. And, and I just remember that very heartbreaking moment mm -hmm. when it happened and how similar this is now. And in the very end, when he just stands there screaming, I just wanted to, I just, tr I tried to make it. Right. And that's what the people that are doing the destroying are doing. They're destroying their neighbors. Right. They're yep. destroying their friends. They're destroying, we're I destroying our own that. communities when we start acting yeah. like that. And we're doing nothing to advance the cause of, of justice in the first place. As a matter of fact, you could argue that it is it is taking us away from moving toward justice it, it, because it's, it's creating it's, more animosity it, between people. It, it's taking one step forward, two steps back. It is. is basically what's going on here. Because I mean, because you, you want to take this you, you want to you know put out the uh, you want people to know what's going on. You want you want the awareness out there. You want people to understand what's happening here, but you know, through violence and you these people work for years to build their businesses. And these are minority business people who, who own these businesses and own, own these stores. And, and they're just tearing it apart. It, it's, it's, heart, it's heartbreaking. It is. Have you ever seen, you've lived in Kenosha a little bit longer than me. Uh, mm -hmm. because, have you ever seen violence here before? Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen demonstrations that turn into violence on a large scale? in our lifetime. I know you're writing a book right now uh, or working on a book about violence that occurred a long time ago here. Uh, but in our lifetime, have you seen this? No, I haven't seen anything. Not that I can remember. Not that I can remember. I, I, I've, I've seen uh, little instances here and there, uh, little brawls, a little, you know, this or that, but nothing, nothing uh, to this, uh, uh, nothing, nothing as big as this. I, I haven't seen anything like this ever uh, in my years in Kenosha. Uh, again, I was very young in Racine, you know, felt it, didn't really see too much of it because I was so young. Uh, but as far as Kenosha, this is, this is the first, I mean, just some really crazy times that we're living on top of everything that's happening now. And now, and now we're getting this. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's just I've never seen it. I absolutely never seen it. I never thought we would. You know, th these are things that always happen somewhere else. Yeah. This I, is I, that, that, that's how I, everybody I thinks about something. Yeah. Well, I, I can't I can't say that I'm surprised that something like this wouldn't happen. Uh, you know, knowing all the tensions you know through through history and knowing uh and, and what and what's going on i mean it's it's a powder it's you know it's a pow, it's a powder keg when you work when you're working with race relations and things as such um it's some really scary things it is and i just hope that there is a way out of this in a very short period of time instead of this continuing to deteriorate because i i'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm fearful for what that means for, for us as a country, if we can't figure out a way to pull together quick, this, this, in, this entire political process of dividing us is going to make us, it's going to make us collapse from within our, our enemies won't ever even have to fire a shot. If we just keep doing this to ourselves, mm. we are right. the strongest, right. greatest country on earth. And we're not perfect. We're not there. There are mm -hmm. definitely things that we need to continue to work on, but we've come a long, long way in 200 and some odd years, a long right. way. Right. But it's, you know, again, one, one step forward, two steps back a lot of times too. I mean, it's just, has it really, you mean, have you, you know, I don't, I hate to repeat myself, but going back and saying, okay, you know, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, you know, something comes up, you know, with the Ferguson thing. And then before that, the Rodney King and things as such, it has things really improved to the point that, that, that this won't happen again. You know, the whole, the whole, the whole thing. I mean, you know, the, the, young, the, the man who was uh, choked, choked out in uh, New York, right? Same thing. I can't breathe. The, the excessive force by the police, you it know, was... what they have to do it. Now, now, now you, you were a military police, so you know, some, you know, some tactics and how, you know, how I do to, it. you know, what kneeling you know, on somebody's sub, sub, neck, doing, doing a blood choke wasn't one of them. And especially no. kneeling on somebody's neck with your, with your hand in your pocket. I, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, but I just, every time I look at that, I just think this guy is a cowardly freaking scumbag he, yeah. for doing that yeah. to George Floyd. Absolutely. He was a cowardly no, freaking. I don't care what George Floyd did to piss him off, and I guarantee you, when you do that for a living, you are going to have people just kind of press you, push, push your, push your limits, and, and they will. And you may and even lose your temper a little bit, and you got to, you got to try and You're get human. your temper back You're human. in check. Yeah, that's right. These guys you know, have to show a lot, a, a lot of restraint, you know. And but they are humans. I mean, you can yes. keep pushing buttons and, and keep doing things. I mean, but they're, they're human beings. I think you got to reel it back in. To, they're going to snap. Yeah. But you think you got to reel it back in quickly. There is a, there, there's a fine line between anger and fear. You know, if you think about your flight or fight or flight response mechanism, mm -hmm. that can make even the most trained person do things that they wouldn't do under ordinary circumstances. And that's why... I have a tendency to give people in law enforcement maybe a little more of a pass than someone who has never done mm -hmm. it yeah. because, because I get it. And yeah. I also have a hard time believing normally that things are racially motivated because I don't do things for racial motivation. Mm -hmm. And so we like to think that other people are like ourselves. So it's hard when it does happen. It kind of, it, it's kind of like when you find out, like we, we've talked about the Epstein thing and, and, and pedophiles. And I know this sounds weird that you would compare the two of them, but I have a hard time grasping that somebody would do something so horrible because I'm not a horrible person. So I have a hard time understanding that somebody would hurt somebody because of the color of their skin, because I wouldn't do that. So it's hard for me mm -hmm. to, to even grasp that concept. Right. But it isn't hard for me to grasp the concept that somebody is in your face yelling at you uh, or really pushing the envelope and you snap a little bit. Right. That, that, that's not beyond right. the pale. Well, the, 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 the thing, too, is, is that I saw, something, I saw something with some uh, African-American guy taunting a police officer, just yeah. going after him while he's, he did some traffic stop or something. And he just right away starts getting tearing into him.
it's like, well, you know, hey, you know, it's first and foremost, you know, it's really none of your 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 business there, sir. Uh, you know, he's trying to he's just trying to do his job. Again, it's it's just uh, I, I know a lot of law enforcement people. I went to school with a lot of uh, a lot of guys. I went to school with became police officers, and a few women I went to school with became officers as well. Um, and so I saw their side of things and what they had to deal with day in and day out, uh, having to deal uh, with, uh, you know, pe people just uh, disrespecting, you know, getting all up on them and, and things as such. And, and it's, it's not an easy job to do. No, and, it's and not. To, and to be able to, to check yourself and, you know, and not become violent. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, I've been, uh, it's, in, I've it's, been it's, in edgy situations. I was even in an edgy situation when, when I was stationed in Korea, the, um, the South Koreans were protesting the military being there and they were standing mm -hmm. outside our gates and they were even threatening to, to breach those gates. Mm -hmm. And any, anytime you're standing there and people are angry with you and it's for something that's beyond your control. They're angry with you for a policy that somebody that got elected to office put in place. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now you, as the guy who gets the paycheck has to, uh, has to, has to deal with the consequences and that's tough enough. But what, what's happening mm -hmm. here is one bad police officer is making a bad decision. So they're not just angry with the government. They're angry with the rank and file people. And they're putting them all in the same category as the one scumbag who did this. And right. that that's really, you know, that that's the other side to this that nobody's talking about is not only does this set back race relations uh, with this with this former officer Chauvin did. But this sets back policing relationships with the community. This sets back law enforcement officers. What he did risks the lives of law enforcement officers in the future. Well, there's got to be some type of pattern to what a lot of these police officers are doing. You know, if, if they're not very good police officers, if they, if they are racist and things and stuff, but other police officers aren't coming forward. And, you know, because you got to report some of that stuff, don't you? I mean, you, you got to make sure. I don't understand how he wasn't stopped. I really don't. Well, right, because right. You got one cop standing outside with his hands on his hip. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, but, you know, it goes a lot deeper. I mean, it goes a lot deeper than, than, than just saying he's a bad cop. And how many bad cops are there? And how many cops know there's bad cops out there and aren't saying anything about it? You know, that's. That's the thing there too. I mean, you well, know, whether you're a police officer, a, a teacher, a firefighter, any any yeah. career that is a middle class career that has a bunch of people is going to be a huge cross section of society. So you're going to have good people and bad people in that cross section of society. And yes, you have psychological screening and testing and all of that. You can't seem to get all the bad ones out, but no, there definitely has to but, be a lot more there, but, testing of but, temperament. There, there's a Right. But there's a code, though, isn't there? There's a code. You, you, you don't, you know. Well, like the bro code for the cops, you mean? Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of a bro. There's a little bit of a bro code in, in, in I, everything. I get that. Yep. Right. I get, we're all in it together. And I, I'm not knocking the police officers at, at all. What they do. I mean, you oh, know, I completely understand that. You're help not. Us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I just want to, you know, but there's got to be something done. There's, there's got to be some type of, of plan. But then again, you have some of these police officers go out into the most dangerous situations on a daily basis. 
and that and that that's got to really just really tear into them day in and day out. I wouldn't want to do the job now. No, not at all. And and I know people that have recently retired that did it in this city for thirty plus years. Sure, they're so glad to be retired. So yeah, happy to be retired. They talk about how much retired. how much has changed for the worse. The the, the job itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, he uh, ended up, you know, really training the younger cops when they were coming in. And, he, you know, I would talk to him when he was getting closer to retirement. He goes, I just, you know, I, I just can't wait to, to get to be done with it. You know, I mean, so he doesn't have to put himself in those situations. Um, so, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Those, anybody wants to chime in here? Again, uh, we have the uh, address uh in the comments on the facebook live uh to zoom with us yeah uh, now's your now's your big now's so. your big chance to weigh in and uh we've got a couple of comments from people here uh barrel curfew 8 30 curfew fyi for am i breaking curfew if i'm in my uh basement office here uh no you're 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 basically home you spend so much time at the office so you're basically home buddy <laughs> Oh, somebody asked if why they have Kenosha Rewind on the air. Rita, the reason Kenosha Rewind is on the air is because Gurney Mills Mall was evacuated and that included yeah. radio station personnel. And uh, I guess back in the day when radio stations were real news agencies, they would have found a way to improvise, but they left us to our own devices. So we, we found a way to adapt and overcome. But uh, definitely a good question. What's that? Absolutely. Absolutely, I just said and I just want to check the scanner again to see if there's anything anything new came up. Um, again, if you're a Facebook friend of myself or Ralph, just uh, uh, you can you know send us a, a message, and uh, we'll see exactly what uh, if you're out and about. Let us know what's happening here. I did hear one friend who was who was on the scene from another friend. So let me. I'm just going to uh, see if I can find him in here. Let's see if he's got anything going on here. Yeah, if anybody is on the scene here, uh, definitely come uh, come check us out. See if he's got anything happening, and I'm not seeing anything on his Facebook. So, for those of you want to uh, to chime in, please feel free to do so. We'll go from there. Absolutely, and this is uh, this is our first time just streaming live to Facebook instead of going through. The uh, the normal process of uh, broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I was all excited about bringing you back this week too, Jim. I mean, it was you're yeah, gonna, that's right. I, I was I, I was going to come out of, of uh, isolation uh, and um, and come back to the studios. I was looking forward to getting out of the house on a Sunday evening as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, stuff happens, as they say. Uh, 17 minutes ago, the Kenosha County scanner said vehicles and groups are uh, heading back to uh, county building from Columbus Park. So they're going back to county building. I imagine that's down by. Uh, well, hopefully that means municipal, that whatever is going municipal, on at Columbus municipal Park is going down. Of course, Columbus Park, yeah. the home of uh, of our family parish, where, uh, where where I got married, where my kids made their first communions, where my daughter was supposed mm-hmm. to make hers. Uh, this year, but due to the the uh, COVID shutdown, it's supposed to be happening in July. But uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel was 
on the backside of Columbus Park. And of course, normally we have the Mount Carmel Festival every summer. That's the other thing about the, these COVID shutdowns. All these churches that have these festivals that they count on uh, for enough revenue to operate. I wonder how that's going to work this year. I, I imagine that some of these churches are going to be hurting really bad as a result of this. Uh, I haven't really heard that talked about much. Have, have, have you heard any discussion on that? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't heard uh, much. I mean, it, you know, you got to feel for a lot of the churches. Uh, you got a lot, a lot of the nonprofit organizations who rely on their annual festivals for income, you know, for, for money uh, in order to keep the doors open, keep, you know, and things as such. So, we, you know, we got to uh, really feel for that. Um, and I guess there's really nothing you do. I mean, you know, state fair has been canceled. Wisconsin state fair is canceled and, and, uh, all type of concerts, anything, outdoor festivals, things as such. Um, hearing that the, uh, Renaissance fair will be open though. Um, really? Yep. That's the word. They didn't have, they didn't have, uh, the COVID in, in the medieval, uh, era. No, they just had the plague. So yeah, they, here's the thing though about about the rent. It is open, but you are required to wear a mask. It can be the steel kind that goes on the front of your your night outfit. Uh, there you and, go. Uh, you will not be allowed to ride your horses through unless you're officially a knight. But you can bring your galloping coconuts. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting for Raynell, the corner of Raynell's mouth to turn up. I'm wondering if he's going to get the joke. So you can bring your galloping coconuts to the Renaissance oh. Fair this year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right now, Jim and yeah, I exposed Raynell for the very first time to Monty Python, yeah. and uh, yeah, we had, we had a nice production meeting uh, the other day, and uh, and Raynell has never seen Monty Python. He's a young, he's a young man. He's he never man, saw Monty we, we, Python we, and the we, Holy Grail. So we had to educate him. We're gonna study him up. It's all good. Too bad you don't have a microphone over yeah. there. But of course, even if you had a microphone, you wouldn't hear anything because Raynell doesn't say yeah, much. Yeah, he just stands he, there and looks smart. <laughs> he's laughing, right? But he's managing the stream right there. So if you are looking for the link to join the meeting or figure out a way to do it, you can put it in the comments there and Raynell can get you hooked up into the meeting. I'm hoping that, you know, both of my friends uh, are watching and that maybe one of them would join and, and all three of Jim's friends too while we're at it. You know, that, that, could, be a, that could be quite the meeting. Just come on in. We want to hear from you people. Um, just going through different things and uh, just looking at Facebook right now and, uh, and I'm just not seeing too much of people uh, chirping on what's happening. Um, but uh, if you've got something going on, uh, let us know. If you're uh, in the streets, um, we'd like to know what's going on. Absolutely. We want to know, we want to know, we want to know. Figure do the hokey pokey right now, right? And that's what it's all about. It's all that's about right. the hokey pokey. That's what it's all about. So, uh, uh, cr crowds moving northbound now, 21st Avenue from 52nd Street. There's a crowd moving northbound. Northbound um, on 52nd. Yeah, oh, remember when you used to have news crews and trucks and cameras to cover this stuff? Now you got to try and go get it with your cell phone and risk getting arrested. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess channel channel six is on the scene in Kenosha, uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Wow. They they put. Oh yeah, they they have a lot of a uh, lot of that going on. 
Uh, I've seen, you've seen a lot more of that. Uh, oh, channel six news crews. Oh, oh, sign. Oh, yeah. I see yep. channel 12, channel six, 58 all the time around here. Channel four, a lot of Milwaukee stations. Uh, a lot of them have their beat. That's their beat now is down this area. Uh, at uh, 8.57, a while ago, a man, uh, the man protesters in Kenosha allegedly pointed a shotgun at them has been taken into custody. So folks, uh, so again, that's just uh, plain stupidity on people's parts is pointing guns at the protesters. I don't know, it, to me, that just sounds like you're, uh, again, throwing gasoline on the fire. You're asking for trouble. Es oh. to escalate things and here we go we're gonna go we're gonna go live to the uh, actual coverage of it hold on one minute here I believe this is right here in Kenosha Tell what area that is, sir. Uh, <laughs> not, not from that. Driving on the grass, you know. And they were, when they were parked in the parking lot at Wendy's, they, they came in cars and. Uh... Oh my god, that almost looked like Tristan Jazz for a minute there, dealing with the blonde hair. Yeah. Trying to pick out, trying to pick out that building. Somewhere in Kenosha, I'm not quite sure where, but uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know who the cameraman is, but if you have any sort of uh, live footage, if you are near this area and you're listening, or you know somebody who is, uh, let us know on our Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Yeah, that's nice. And again, if you're just tuning in, we are covering the uh, protests, which have been slightly violent a couple of places. Earlier today, after 
Popeye and Chicken Kenosha, they were throwing rocks at the employees' cars and venting them. And the police came and they they really got the situation moving along very quickly. They, they closed the Popeye's Chicken on 39th and Highway 50, got all the employees leave, and they got the demonstrators to continue on moving down the path that carried the signs and this might be some of the walk here. I'm not sure that this is But uh, there, there is a uh, protest going on in Lake County, Illinois, Kenosha. I don't know anything sound down all the way so that we can yeah just, you know, thank you keep yeah, talking while, that. while that's going on there and uh, again i'm not sure where these where this particular feed is coming in from uh but if you want to join the feed and show us uh, what's going on you can join the zoom meeting uh that we have those in cars are on the sidewalk yeah th 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 that was happening those all cars, over there, driving cars. on the grass driving on the sidewalk hanging out with the cars like that I was just coming to the office, and I had no idea that this was going to be happening here today. Like I said, when I got called about the uh, the mall being evacuated, I thought they were being I thought they were overreacting. I really did. Right, right. I might have to I might have to call uh, some people tomorrow and tell I, them. I just I, I just got a I got a message from a friend uh, who said he's been following the march since the beginning, uh, and it has turned into a car parade of young kids hanging out the windows and driving around beeping their horns. Well, that's what uh, it looks like here. Seems there's, there seems to be a lot of activity around the police station right now. Um, and uh, he, he's going to share a video with me. I'm going to try to get it over to you because um, I don't have the access to put something on for you. And I'm going to say yes. All so right. Hopefully we'll get some yep, video. I have somebody who I can probably soon. call and get him on. I'm going to try and get I'm going to try and get him on the scene here. Give me just a moment. And uh, I'm not sure if this is going to work. Let me stop the uh, screen share here for now. Okay. But uh, we have somebody who's on the scene. All right. And Jim, you are it for for the next couple of minutes here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go dark. Oh, gee, thanks. You can, you can keep telling everybody what's going on. I'm gonna see if I can get uh, this okay. uh, gentleman well, on, on, who's on scene uh, to join us and give us some more pictures. Well, of what's going I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to be sending you a couple of videos in a second here as soon as it gets downloaded to my phone here. Um, so I do have someone on the scene who's been following it, following the march since the beginning. And uh, as soon as I get that, I'll, I'll get that out to you. Uh, again, folks, uh, again, there is a uh, there is a curfew in effect at 8.30 this evening, uh, about 40 minutes ago. You're supposed to stay within your homes because uh, of what's going on. All right, let me uh, let me share this with you. All right, we're gonna let's see here how I can do this. This is exciting to everyone who's watching this right now, but uh, this is uh, what we're doing nowadays here. All right. Mm -hmm. 
me see if I could possibly bring it up. Okay, that's I saw that before. And let's see here. What I'm going to do is um, this messenger. So, folks, we'd like to again thank you for for being here with us. And Ralph, I just sent you uh, a video of what's going it. on right I now. I absolutely got yeah. it. So that's pretty exciting. Thirty-five second video. And we're going to get some more video footage of what's going on here in a minute, uh, because I am about to uh, I'm about to text it to. Let's see here. Cindy sent me a video too. About 100 vehicles moving towards Columbus Park. There seems to be some type of fire going on. All right. I think I got this to the right number. Yep. And uh, so we are going to have, hopefully, another another guest here is going to give us some additional video footage here. So that's, uh, that's happening in just a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. There we go. Kinda, All right. And we have Joseph Vigneri on with us. Yes. Here. Yeah, Hopefully. Joe. That's my guy. That's my guy. Yep. He is our guy. Hold on one minute and let's see if he uh, pops up. I'm working on it. Well, we can hear you. <laughs> so that's a good start, Joe. How are you, are you staying safe first and foremost? Is this it? Am I there now? You are. You there are. You are. Hey, dream. Joseph. Thanks for, hello, joining. Hello, Thanks for joining us, Joseph. Good to see you, buddy. What, what do you see out there? What's what's going on? You, now, you mentioned you've been uh, following the march since the beginning. Yeah, I uh, was eating at the spot, one of my favorite places in Kenosha. And uh, the march came down 75th Street, moving east. Uh, it didn't make it all the way to Sheridan Road. The police, I don't know if they blocked off the road or the march just decided to turn. But they went straight through Lincoln Park. Yep, Once they got once they got Go through Lincoln Park, they crossed 63rd Street and uh, went to 56th Street and headed straight downtown. I was kind of worried about the theater then, so I went down to the roadie. I actually got some video footage from the roof of the roadie. Oh, they, wow. Uh, they came down 6th Avenue uh, to the north and then to the municipal building. Basically, they were going to the mayor's office. Are you still they following them? They were there for about a half an hour. And then uh, they started working their way up 52nd Street. They continued west until they got to right in front of Tenuta's. And I'm almost sure the police set up a barricade and they the march kind of morphed around the barricade and went into the Tenuta's parking lot and into the neighborhood south of Tenuta's. Something mm -hmm. then happened not very whatever it was it was a it was a large response there was a lot of sirens there was a lot of units going in i'd say probably 30 units between kenosha pd and sheriffs and they went into the neighborhood immediately south of tenuta's by about three blocks and uh they are still on scene there i think they've got a crime scene i don't know what happened there but the march just absolutely evaporated at that point it ceased to exist however the the walking march was followed by a lot of vehicles and the vehicles have a lot of young people in them hanging out the windows is that still happening joe can you hear me yes, Joseph, but, is that still happening right now 
Yeah, well, I, I don't know where it's gone to. It was running through the Columbus Park neighborhood and it was heading downtown. I can hear horns right now. I'm just about at 56th Street right now. There's a lot of uh, police unit activity around the police station, around the courthouse. Gotcha. As, Is there anything you can, you, can you turn the camera around and show us some of what's going on around you? Oh, can I can I turn it around? I am going to yeah, show please. it. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Where that's I am perfect. right now, here we are. We are. That's the courthouse. I'm going to go up above. Okay, that's in front of the Kenosha County Courthouse, uh, 56 in Sheridan. Mm -hmm. Yep. So they have downtown blocked off, it looks like. So basically, the police seem to have cordoned off the entire, the entire block uh, that is around the police station. And uh, there are roving bands of kids driving around, beeping their horn and, and shouting slogans at whoever will listen. There's actually, there's a news reporter right there on the corner right now. Uh, so they've sent cameras. I don't know which, which news they have. I've got to plug my phone in. I'm getting a low battery. Are you guys still with <laughs> That'll me? That'll happen. I can't hear you. I got to plug you back in. You probably can't see me either. Oh, we can see you. All right, Joseph, we can see you. There, am I back on? Could you, did you miss me yeah, or have I been there the whole time? Oh, so missed you so much, Joseph. Thank you, sir. Thanks for doing this. We really appreciate you guys. We do. We were we were really hoping we could find somebody on the ground, and it looks like it's basically peaceful, with with the exception of a few little skirmishes that you mentioned. Uh, it seems like overall the the group as a whole is, is being peaceful. Would you would you say that's true? I'm sorry, guys. I can't hear you. Okay. All right. He may have lost his audio there. If he comes back, we'll uh. We'll, uh, he's got low. He's got a little bad. We lost him. That's all right. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, uh, Joseph, was, Joseph uh, Vigneri for for yeah, thanks, uh, for Vigneri. in there. So, so I did send you a couple videos there um, from from our good friend Cindy. Got it. And uh, I'm going to pull those up. And it looks like Joseph is back up online here. So uh, he's uh, still muted. Uh, might be. Uh, he might uh, plugged in his phone there. So let's give him a moment. Absolutely. Um, In the meantime, I'm going to find yeah. the attachments that you. Now, I did send uh, one from now Joseph, I'm... and that was from on top. Okay, there you are. Uh, Joseph did send me a video of being on top. That's from on top of the uh, uh, the theater, correct, Joseph? The one, the yes. one that you sent me? Yes. If I swipe the screen array, can I send you more videos? Absolutely. Uh, uh, you can yeah. you can text them right to me, and I, I I can actually put them right up on the live stream here. As right. as you send me video, I would uh, I'll as I get it downloaded, I'll I'll do it for sure. Okay, the first video I'm going to send you right now is the video when they had turned off of 75th Street and were working their way through. Uh, uh, I gotta find Lincoln it. Park. Where they go into Lincoln Park? Yes, I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well. While you're right. sending that to us, I'm going to play one of the videos that Jim already sent me. So you go ahead and send that, and uh, you can stay on the meeting if you want, but stand by, and I'll definitely come back to that one as well. But okay, I want, go I ahead. Want this, I want to get this one played so that people can see what's what's going on here. So do it. 
just a moment here. I'll get this video downloaded and we'll play this for our for our viewers. I can still hear Joseph. Are you still driving around down there? What's going on there? I am sitting uh, right outside of uh, uh, the courthouse. I'm actually across the park from the courthouse. The courthouse is absolutely completely surrounded with police vehicles. All the whole block is solid police. It's as if they set a perimeter. And, wow. uh, th and there are roving vans of kids, cars, with kids hanging out the windows that are driving around downtown. Gotcha. Uh, well, I'm in the first video, and I'm going to go ahead and share that with our viewers here while you're sending me the second one. So here's the, uh, the first one that you sent. That one's Lincoln Park. Okay. Second one is crossing 63rd Street. The third one is from the roof of the theater. one after that is down by the mayor's office. Just, I, I got that video by the mayor's office. I was able to capture that just before they departed up to the second street. Ralph, well, you can turn that down if you want. Yeah, I'm trying to. All right. Gotcha. And I can't hear the final mix either, so feel free to just give no, me. No, you're fine. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good now. Looks like right by Lincoln School. Yep. Yeah, the first one's by Lincoln. If, if you're just tuning in, this is the Facebook-only edition of Get Real with Ralph this week. Uh, WLIP was evacuated as all the other Alpha Media Studios and all of Gurney Mills Mall as a precaution because of threats of violence in Gurney on the mall. So we are broadcasting from the, uh, we're broadcasting from my podcast studio, my green room studio in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, Jim Selovich is actually broadcasting from his home. I'm going to stop the share there and I'm going to pull up. Hey, some... uh, hey, hey Joseph, what time was that around? What time was that uh, Lincoln Park? Uh, the Lincoln Park was uh, just about 6.15, 6.30. That's when they were there. Okay. Sounds about right. Because they were coming down, because I live on uh, 10th Avenue and in, uh, in, uh, 73rd Street in that area there, and they uh, were heading our way, because they were supposed to go down Sheridan Road was the word, but then they turned right down 18th Avenue then, like you were around that time, so. Right. Here's one that you sent me from the roof of the theater, which is uh, great coverage. <laughs> Great video you got here, Joseph. Thank you for this. This is really give you an idea of what was going on here in Kenosha earlier today. And uh, there's still some peaceful driving going on uh, as we speak. That's a lot of people. 
And it looks like the the Kenosha Police Department is just has done just a tremendous job. Public safety alert. The curfew will be enforced. If you're not home, please go home now. Thank you for your cooperation. All right. So if you are out and about just uh, randomly, you probably want to uh, probably want to yeah. get yourself into your home or or somewhere safe. Uh, Jim is I, in his home and yeah. in my yeah, home. I, 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 yeah, I got a question. I mean, same same ask uh, ask the same question, Ralph. You asked me uh, of if our lifetime uh, of something like this happening, Kenosha, because Joseph's been a life lifelong Kenoshan as well. Um, is, Joseph, you have you seen anything like this before in Kenosha? On he's this dropped, level, he's dropped off the call. Hopefully, he, oh, here he comes back. He's on his way. Why don't you ask him that question? Absolutely. Hey, Joseph, are you with us? I think we've lost him for a second. That's all right. I think we're just waiting for his audio to come online. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry about that. Every time they send me one of those, every time they send me one of those alerts, it screws up my uh, volume and I can't hear you anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, uh, Joseph, Joseph, as a life, as a lifelong Kenosian, have you seen anything like this before? Anything oh my god. Oh my god, no. Um I'll show you a video right. here in a second. I'm about I'm 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 moving my way uh uh east on whatever I am, 50 55th Street here, and I'm gonna come across 11th Avenue here. I'm just gonna shine my my camera down the road here. I want you to see that is a dump truck parked. They've closed off the entire block. Okay, now let me go one more block here. I'm going to go to 10th mm -hmm. here. I'm running parallel to 56. I'm running on on uh, on 57th Street. All right. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going to, I'm going to drive right by school here. I'm watching. If you can, if you can, Joseph, flip your camera sideways. It'll give our viewers a lot uh, wider view of what's going on when when you flip it around. All right. Hang on a second. How's that? That's really I got to stay. Okay, can you can you see or am I am I zoomed in enough? Can you see can, the? We, yeah, we can see pretty good. The 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 entire block is cordoned off with city dump trucks. There, the entire courthouse has dump trucks all along the side, and then along the side of the dump trucks are police cars. The entire block is absolutely cordoned off. There is going to be no hmm. attack on the courthouse tonight. It is a very, very heavy police presence. Very heavy. They, it so it looks, looks as though mean, Kenosha had a pretty uh, decent, decent plan going into this. I mean, it really uh, looks like it. Uh, as far, as far, I mean, you know, you got to uh, hats off to uh, uh, you know the government of Kenosha for uh, being being ready for this. Yes, for sure. Interesting. For sure. They, uh, they were, I want to say that I saw it right from the beginning. The police continuously were responsive. They were ahead of and alongside the march. They were very, very respectful. They allowed everything to proceed. The first time I really heard sirens was when they turned south of Tenutas. Something happened in that neighborhood that was not good. All right, mm -hmm. I'm going to turn my, I'm going to turn my camera sideways. And I'm going to go, I'm going by the, I'm, I'm going north on Sheridan Road. This is the courthouse. Watch. Oh, yeah, there's a dump truck right there. Yep. Yeah. Truck. 
Use a search, yep. And then uh, there's police almost at every intersection. And here we go. We are now, we're coming by the church. This is 54th Street going right by into the police station right here. And they have mm -hmm. a city municipal truck parked there. And there's lots of police presence back in there. Okay, there you are. I don't want uh, anybody getting towards the uh, safety building. So downtown by the theater, by us, everything's fine. Good. And apparent, and apparently, I have, I heard reports that they were saying there was looting and and, and all kinds of uh, uh, violence happening. And I told, I saw the whole march, and there was none of that. It was all very peaceful, and the police were absolutely excellent. They acted, in a, they they were professional all the way through. I never imagined I'd see dump trucks, dump trucks surrounding. <laughs> Courthouse. Oh my God! the city of Kenosha courthouse. Yeah, that's something that you see in in movies or you see it on the news in in Chicago or New York. It's not. It's certainly not something that we're used to seeing here, and hopefully, something we won't see again for a very long time. Yeah. I I am out. I am out past curfew, and now that I'm getting away from where the action is, there are very few cars on the road, so I'm starting to feel like a little bit of a target so i'm probably going to get off the line and, and head home myself yeah we'll have okay, to get joseph. you some we'll have to get you some media credentials next time there joseph definitely sometime i want to come on your show and play my guitar you can you, you, you your guitar there can you definitely weep on our show anytime i think that that would be an enjoyable uh that'd be an enjoyable <laughs> episode but that's definitely for another night unless you want to head over here and bring a guitar now but i think we'll be over with by the time you get here no not tonight um, I'm taking one. Go home, be one last, safe. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Be, go home. Be safe. Go home and be safe, my friend. I, I was just doing one last round around the block by the theater. Everything is calm and quiet down here. Everything's good. All right, kids. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, buddy. Thank Bye -bye. you very much. That was be, Joseph Vigneri who uh, gave us his time, and uh, he decided to go out there and and, and cover what was going on and. If you, you didn't hear his commentary, what, what he basically said was that all the way through, he followed the entire demonstration as it came into Kenosha. Uh, as I reported earlier at the very beginning, at the onset, there was, there was some sort of disturbance over at Popeye's that ended up amounting to nothing more than, than some minor vandalism. The police handled it. Mm -hmm. They moved the crowd on down Roosevelt Road to the Lincoln Park area. To the downtown area. Joseph has followed all the way through. We're going to play a few more of uh, the videos that he sent and one that, that Jim sent. But what he said is, is that largely it looked like it was uh, that it was uh, peaceful and that the Kenosha Police Department did a fantastic job of, of handling it. Mm -hmm. And nice not over yet though, but uh, for the most part, uh, right now everything is, uh, is, is being handled. Now, uh, the Kenosha has issued a curfew, of course, for 8.30 until 7 a.m. tomorrow. It's, uh, this is in regards to the large-scale demonstrations and acts of civil unrest in Kenosha. Um, so uh, the curfew will be enforced. So, folks, uh, that's going to go on until uh, 7, around 7 o'clock um, tomorrow morning. And here is some footage from the mayor's office earlier today that uh, Joseph had sent us. 
It looks like it was a largely well-organized and peaceful demonstration with a few bad apples. Well, that's what usually, usually what happens. You usually get those uh, few bad apples in there. And I see a lot of it is, uh, you know, obviously people are protesting, uh, you know, really feeling what, what they're doing. Uh, but there, there are a lot of uh, young young people just hooping and hollering. Though. Maybe I don't know. It's an excuse for them to get out and, and howl. Because we remember how, how we were when we were younger. Young you know, people have been any, speaking their minds for and, generations. Well, I mean, well, for me, any excuse to go out and yell and scream at the top of our lungs and drive around in cars. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it, uh, I just think it's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think Joseph is still on with yeah, us. Yeah, Joseph is still with us. Joseph, yeah. are you uh, are you are you safely home yet? Uh, we have we lost we lost. I've been I've been I've been listening. It's been very interesting. <laughs> so so what do you think? Uh, so 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 what do you think about about the young people being a part of this? I mean, it, I here's it, what it, I, 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 are, they, are are they just out hollering and screaming just to? Just to go out and do something? I don't know. I mean, here's what, I'm not here's what I think. Here's what I think about the, all of the young people, is especially the the young people of color, and they're all friends, and they all are really tight, and they have been in a pressure cooker. They've not been allowed to go to school. They've not been allowed to graduate. They've not been allowed to come out of their houses and do their regular stuff. Their political world around them is divided going into an election year. There's a threat of a virus that could kill their parents or their grandparents. And all of a sudden, this terrible thing happens. And all of the restraints have come off because the police have to stand to the side and allow their right to protest. And they're out doing it. And, and it's just like a pressure cooker exploding. There's all kinds of pent up energy, not just in Kenosha, but all over this country. And all it was waiting for was a match. And the match was mm -hmm. this, this terrible knee in the back of this wonderful fella's neck. And that was it. Mm. Yeah. It was That's almost like, point. it's almost like they pulled the plug and, uh, and it's spreading. I mean, we didn't have protests until tonight. This is what, six days after the the, the protests have spread in the major cities around the country. I'm wondering if Racine had a protest tonight. I'm wondering if little towns have people mm -hmm. standing up and saying Black Lives Matter, uh, because right. the truth the truth of the matter is is I don't I can see what's happening in my world around me, but I can't can't experience what they're experiencing because I've always had white skin on the outside of me, so I haven't automatically been looked at. In, in, a, in a negative way. Uh, when I was mm -hmm. sitting there, there, there's a video that I showed of when they were coming by beeping the horns and I beat my horn back at them and I held my hand up in a fist because their sure. lives matter. Every, everybody's Absolutely. lives matter. We've got to, we've got to stand down from this somehow. We have to support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something's got to be done. And, and the young people are, the young people are saying, we're going to, we're going to, make a difference and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be a part of this they're feeling they're feeling their freedom they're feeling power the only thing i worry about is that we're in the middle of a pandemic so every time you congregate people together in big crowds like this you're spreading it that's what the virus loves the virus loves people getting 
close into one another and getting in each other's faces and yelling at each other, spitting and yelling. That's, that's what the virus loves. It is interesting. And I wonder how it would have gotten handled if the stay at home order was still in effect and this would have happened if they would have stopped the protest from happening. Do you think they would have stopped it from happening a month ago, Jim? I, I don't think so. I, 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 I think they, they would still would have came out and protested. Um, I, I don't think I, 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 I don't think they can stop anyone from staying home. I mean, it, I, I think the people would have came out anyways. I mean, it, it, maybe thank God there wasn't that situation that that there were still you know mandatory stay at home type of uh, uh, you know edict out there. I don't know, Joseph. What do you think? You're still with us? Yes, I am still with you. I think that um, that. No matter, no matter what, the, it took the, it's, there's an old book that was written called The Tipping Point. Uh, it was about economics, but it can happen in anything. Right. And that is that when there's enough energy and it finally reaches that point, it flashes over and there's nothing that's going to stop it. And, and uh, I can't, I'm trying to remember his name. What was his name? The, the one that died on Monday night. Frank, say his name. George? No. Yes. George. It was George. George. George what? George Floyd. 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 That's George the one that Floyd. Was so uh, George Floyd was the match, and the Tinder was absolutely correct, and uh, and now we have a conflagration, and we're going to have a spike in virus cases. I guarantee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we we likely will, we likely will, uh, but I think that that was going to happen. I think that's going to happen regardless. We're going to have we're going to have we're going to have some ebbs and flows in the virus cases and we've got to find a way to not react to it either way we've, we've got to try and find a way to wade our way through this and start balancing people's need to 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 be free to live their lives with with the concern for the people that are at risk and uh one of the biggest uh one of the biggest uh sorry about that one of the biggest uh problems that we have is they're not balancing that and the, the truth is most of the people that are getting it aren't they're not dying from it and they're, they're not severely symptomatic but the very the, the small pool of people that are highly at risk aren't being safeguarded enough and the general population the general population is being treated like they need to shelter in place and what's happening is we're, we're not passing that we're not passing that natural immunity on to each other by by getting it and recovering from it so that we can't get it and pass it on again and it, it's it's interesting. I know there's two schools of thought on it, but I, a year from now, we're going to look at what Sweden did and we're going to decide whether they were right or not for handling it that way. <laughs> and I guess only time will tell. When when the virus started, it was going to go into all populations because it's highly contagious. The authoritarian governments oppressed it and got down to a low rate, but they're coming back as well. There's an artificially low rate. Our our society we have we have too many we have too many rights and too many privileges in our Western culture that we won't tolerate the economic and the personal costs of mitigation. And if you don't pay the costs of mitigation, then the virus is just going to move through. We will not get herd immunity until the third or fourth season, and uh, we won't get an end to it until there's a vaccine which means it's going to move through. Uh, I think that 
what could happen in the future as far as the infection rate might dwarf what has already happened, but time will tell. And everybody's models are different. Everybody says it's this way or that way, and nobody's been right so far. So Nobody has been right so far. And the, and the biggest problem that we have is that when, when governments make decisions based on models and then actual data comes in, they don't replace their decisions based on the changing data. They, they, they tend to dig their heels in. And I don't know if it's arrogance. I don't know if it's fear of being thought of as wrong and then they lose their power. I, I really can't get to the, to the bottom of what it is that they hang on to the same decision instead of just admitting we don't know. That's the whole point of it being novel. And so we're making changes on the fly. I think the American people would have a lot more respect for our officials if they said that. And they're not saying that. They, they pretend to be the authority in all things with this and take a totalitarian approach. And then what happens is they forget, well, this is America. We're not going to, I mean, look what's going on with this march right now for this. We're, this is not a country that, that can be oppressed and, and, and nope. ruled by, by fiat like, like communist China. This, this, this civilization, the Western civilization, will not tolerate the cost of mitigation. We, it, I was surprised it went as long as it did. But it's back off now and we're back opened up. And I think that having crossed the territory we've already crossed to put the controls back in place is going to be a very difficult thing to do. It's not possible. It's, it's definitely not possible. So, so in my opinion, almost, I wish it would have just been this way from the beginning because we're going to get it moving through the population Yes. Anyway, after all of those businesses were harmed, after all of those people were thrown out of work, after all of that money was spent to try to mitigate the, pro the, the economic harms, we're still going to have the virus go through the whole population. It's Correct. still going to go through 60%. It's still going to kill 1% of those or 0.8 or whatever it ends up being. It, it don't matter because that's all data too. And data can be, data can be changed. Data can be formed to say what we have learned from it and what we can learn from it going forward is don't put infected senior citizens back into assisted living and nursing home facilities keep them quarantined uh take people who are at risk that have autoimmune disorders and and safeguard them that would be a good idea we we, we saw all these young people people the age of the people that were just protesting getting laid off in their service industry jobs and getting more money sitting at home with their COVID bonus and their unemployment them, they were getting paid when they were working. And whatever gets incentivized when life gets done, and that's, I think that's doing it, that, that in and of itself is, is very destructive to our society. Maybe, maybe they needed a little extra. Maybe it should have been 60 or 70% of their total pay or even 75%. But when you start incentivizing staying home more than going to work and people are afraid, uh, that's, that's harmful to society as well, especially when most of those people would have had no more symptoms than an ordinary flu. And then well, that's side, I walk into a Walgreens and there is a, a, a woman in her mid 70s with a mask on working because she needs that job. And it's Walgreens and it's essential. And I'm thinking to myself, we're really dumb here. We should have found a way to take a lady like that and have her able to stay home and not have it affect her income. And some 26 year old should be working in her place who isn't going to die from this. That's that's part of the problem that we're seeing in the streets tonight is that a lot of folks, a lot of folks who are of lower economic income strata and have these jobs that are deemed essential being uh, grocery stores and, and Walgreens and Walmarts and, and all, your, just your basic services, they're, they're having to go to work 
if they don't go to work, they could lose their job, in which case there's no benefits. So they have to go to work. They have to be exposed. And other people are getting out of a job and getting paid not only unemployment, they're getting on top of that $600. And sometimes this is happening in the same household. Well, one person has to go to work. They're not making much. They're terribly exposed. And somebody else in the house is making for staying home more money than they were when they were made when they were working and we're funding that with what where are we getting the three trillion dollars that we spent just now or the more money that where's the whole world is rushing to pay people for staying home and pay businesses for staying closed with what where are we getting that money it's it's all deficit spending it's all it's made up money and that's going to come home to roost sure it's going to come to roost 10 years from now that's what people don't realize. This is there's this is a ripple effect that we're going to feel long after the the effects of the virus itself are gone. All my life, I heard talk of the Great Depression. My parents talked about what they suffered through. I believe we are at the doorway of a Great Depression. I believe that we are in deep trouble, and it's because we've got this virus that we have no immunity to, and we won't have herd immunity for for two or three cycles of it. And uh, the only choice you have once it gets out, once Pandora is out of the box, only choice you have to deal with it is mitigation. And as we can see, it's a disaster in a hundred different ways. It's, it just isn't, it isn't being followed. And now with, with, the, with the protests going on nationwide, all of these budgets, city budgets, state budgets, federal budgets, business budgets, restaurant budgets, every small business in America budget, they're all looking at now, how do I make it when there's riots going on and my, my stores are being torn down and torched and- And, 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 for, the, and for the last 120 days or last 90 days approximately, the, tax, the, the sales tax revenues that were normally coming from that- Gone. Haven't been coming in. So you, it's this compound problem that is definitely gonna blow up in our faces and, and I don't have a solution. And the only thing that I do know is that this is China's fault and nobody's saying that. They lied, <laughs> they repressed evidence, they, they destroyed samples, they, they let people fly from Wuhan all over the world except anywhere else in China. I heard a story once, it might've been from a movie, but it went like this. A guy found a snake frozen out in the, in the wilderness and he brought it home and nursed it back to health. And, and just when it was just about back to normal, it bit him. And he said to the snake, why did you bite me after I did so much nice stuff to you? And the snake said, old man, didn't you know what I was when you brought me home? Uh, the, the, China is just being China. China is an authoritarian government that suppresses anything that makes them look right. bad. Uh, they, they will stamp it out. They always have. They always will. I don't even believe the numbers that they're saying now that's coming out of it. And, uh, and they are trying to make money off it. They always try to make money off everything. They are always, from the beginning, try, try, so I look at China and I said, okay, they lied about this. They misled the who. They uh, destroyed uh, uh, strains of the virus at the beginning. Uh, they're not being forthwith now with their numbers or their statistics or anything. And they want to sell us stuff. Uh, why am I surprised? One old man, it was a snake, poison snake when you brought it home. Why are you surprised you're getting bit by it? China's just being China. This is one, you know, I don't like Mr. Trump very much. I'm not a big fan, but that is the one thing I agree with him on. And that is that China is an enemy. It is not a friend. 
they are there and we ha we have to get real with that as a country a as a nation we have to stop playing this oh it's you know when we start blaming the virus on china oh it's somehow it's racist this is the most racist nation on the face of the planet if you ever saw what they did to ethnic minorities in china it would make you sick yeah. let alone the people that are the same ethnicity as them and uh we let's not pussyfoot around they are a totalitarian regime in charge that wants to steamroll the rest of the world and we're part of that we're part of their yep strategy. yep yep this china is just being china so uh, he pulled out a who i don't think that's a, a good way to punish china i don't think uh, the who the who does a lot of good stuff all over the world and, and, and on, on everything on tuberculosis on clinics in third world countries on uh, vaccinations for polio they, they do a lot of good work they, and, they, they do Joe and I agree with you that they've done a lot of good work but they covered for China they okay maybe they screwed up a little bit then you go they more than screwed up don't, you don't just you don't just pull the rug out from underneath them it's, well, they, it's they, more, they more than screwed up they they covered for china in the beginning saying it was a contagious number one number two when you start questioning the world health organization about taiwan and they just start disconnecting the the zoom call because china's told them not to to even acknowledge the existence of taiwan and well, you I, think about how much money we give them compared to how much china gives them we could fund our own organization to do all the same things and at least have control over it yeah, well, well you, what I always told my son is don't quit a job until you got your next one lined up. Here's what I think is and that is that if you're going to if you're going to address the problem, the way you do that isn't by going nuclear. Let's take a look at what's going on in the cities right now. The folks are saying we're very angry with the injustice and the way the police are treating us and the way that we are that racism is institutionalized in this country and it's showing up even in the pandemic that the persons of color have out, out of control rates of who's getting sick by this, uh, just like there's out of control rates of who's in prison, uh, uh, what color they are, the people that are in prison. And so what are we gonna do to show how angry at this? Okay, let's burn down our own businesses. Let's loot our own Walmarts. Let's torch our own targets. Let's. Uh, Let's let's knock down the police station. Let's burn the cars. Let's destroy, 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 destroy. How does that freaking help? How does it help if what you need should stay alive and be improved, not burned down? And I include in that burning down the who. It doesn't make sense to me to say, I'll show you, China. Here, punch myself in the face. Oh, did that hurt, China? Let me show you again. Here, let me punch myself in the nose. Did you get it this time? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get cutting things down. I don't get burning things down. I don't get smashing things because you want change. If you want change, become a change agent. Don't become an actor of destruction. You will not get the change you wanted from your acts of destruction. All you will do is hurt yourself. It's like taking poison and waiting for the other fucker to die. I'm sorry, was I allowed to say that? We're on Facebook, so it's cool. If we would have been on the radio, I'd have had to beep it out, but we're all right. It's like taking poison and waiting for the guy you're mad at to die. Yeah. Maybe. But don't shut the who down. Fix the who. And if you, if you well, are I, unsuccessful... I don't, think down. I don't think they're shut down, though. I, th I think that the whole idea of, of defunding them is more making a statement than anything because that's, 
by the time we need money next year, now we can say, hey, you want this money? We can hold over their heads, say, here's what you need to do if you want this. A, you need to allow Taiwan and, and recognize Taiwan as a nation. B, you need to let the United States of America have more oversight. But I think that by taking it away first, they would never believe if we threatened to take it away, we actually would because we make threats all the time and we don't. So maybe this is just a power play and not really burning it down. Maybe, but I, but this isn't the time. This isn't the time to sort that out, Ralph. If you, if you mark my words, I think that what we've got coming is way worse than what we've been in. Watch what you're India. Saying is we shouldn't get in a dick measuring contest at the sawmill. Don't, don't write now. Now is not the time. Now is not the time to break things that you could use. I believe that the world virus problem is just beginning. I think, I think what's going to happen in India is going to be unbelievable. It's, it's, gonna, it's moving up the charts fast. I believe that there's going to be a lot of uh, South America and a lot of South Africa African continent problems, and you don't get away. It isn't over there anymore. It isn't. It's their problem. Don't the starving kids in in Africa don't don't eat your potatoes. It isn't that anymore. It's a global economy. So if the virus gets out of control in these hot spots around the world, it's everybody's problem, including the United States. And so it's going to cost us. It's going to cost us to try to keep the world afloat, to try to keep the world from not breaking down into a worldwide depression. And as hotspots around the world flare up, we're gonna need every weapon, every, your arrow's a little bent, can it still shoot? You need it, don't throw that arrow away. Is the hoop bent? Maybe, but don't throw that arrow away right now. That's not smart. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care who you think you did, who did what, and how they fucked it up and how it's been bad and who was covering for who and who won't let Taiwan in. I don't give a shit. Don't throw arrows away that now that you might need in your quiver. And I'm not talking to the United States. There's a lot of this talk. Hey, we can do this better if we just fund our own stuff like that. It's a global economy now. It's, it's, not, it's not just we're all on a boat. And when one side goes down, the other side goes up. We're all in the same boat. It, 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 the, the world is the global economy right now. And there's a lot of people uh, uh, that are in favor of nationalism and 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 uh, uh, turfism and uh, a little bit of isolationism. Isolationism. Uh, okay, good luck with that. You think that you think that if there isn't a if if India doesn't become the number one place of virus that 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 the, a huge population or famines right now the locusts are going crazy uh, across the eastern africa and into the middle east uh, it, there's going to be terrible famines there's going to be there's there's shit coming and it's going to cost us uh, don't throw away arrows in your quiver that's my only point don't don't you? break it don't break anything more right now don't burn down the target don't bring guns to a pro protest march don't don't uh, don't smash the windows on the local grocery store because you're pissed about somebody getting killed in another state. Don't break medical outfits because you're pissed that China fucked up on this. And they actually were themselves. They were they were themselves. They do what China does. And how should we treat China going forward? I'm sorry. What? And how do we treat China going forward? 
Oh, I, I, this is yeah, this is a part of the equation. I mean, now now you look at how much we are dependent on their economy for our economy to survive. This you know? is a sticky this is a sticky wicket. They just signed that deal, and all the farmers were really after it, and they really need it. They need those. Did we lose him, Jim? Uh, these uh, problems up here, that we have right now are not just as simple as I'm going to stop the air landing what we lost you for a minute there but you're back yeah you're max headroom for a second there <laughs> max headroom max he was a little max little max headroom sorry, going on that's all right it's your, just your just, it's just your feed i'm just ranting i'm sorry it's i don't no, know you're double. great joseph we, we, I, I think we both let you go because it was a it was a good rant don't you think jim i think it was great i i really had nothing to say so he's great no, Joseph, you're always so passionate. We lo I love you, man. I always we love, I love your passion. You, we definitely need to have you on the show in the studio, but you'll, Absolutely. you'll, you'll have to you'll have to save the f bomb when, when we get there for that one. But, but you can uh, bring your guitar. You can bring your guitar though. Bring oh, your guitar. You can bring your guitar, and we can talk about the other thing that we need. I will do that. All right, buddy. All right. Well, we are. Uh, We're, uh, we are We're winding it up. The show, and uh, we've survived it. Sounds and, uh, good. Joseph Vigneri, thank you so very much for coming on, for showing us, giving us a, a visual of everything that's going on out there and, and some great discussion and commentary as well as to uh, what we're dealing with. And uh, hopefully we will be back next week at AM 1050 WLIP as well as here and on our YouTube channel. And uh, I'm going to close with what I've been closing with for the, this uh, season of the show. A little Ivy Ford love in this world, which is definitely something we need a little more of. Good night. Night. Good night, everybody. God.